the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Hey there. It's just after 4 o'clock. You're listening to Tim DeMoss Show. No news because we have news of sorts. We actually are operating out of a news studio today. And so rather than jump off with the news, we're jumping off with a chance to kind of say hello. In fact, we're going to test our lines here. And we have the one and only Doug Schaub, who does our fine production and has actually helped us do the pun segment lately. It's like a second career for him. Uh, he'll be calling in here because we want to make sure he can test these lines. We have several guests checking in today, including Bill Darpino from Creation Concerts. We have uh, we have uh, Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, and we also have Lecrae, who's at in concert tomorrow at the uh, at the TD Pavilion at the Man Center. So let's give this a shot. And Doug, are you there, my friend? Why I am here. Hello. Good, and you can hear me loud and clear. Loud and clear. It's just like you're in another room. Well, I kind of am. So, <laughs> you know, this bodes well because we have three guests lined up, and we kind of decided we have to just jump in with both feet. And uh, Four guests, including <laughs> That's me. true. You are the first guest with this new setup. How about that? You, you can put that on your resume. Just a little piece of advice. Thank you. Well, thanks for your contribution. <laughs> you can go back My to pleasure. eating your Anything Cheetos else? now. No, just go have your Cheetos. That's fine. All right. Thanks, Tim. Good chatting with you. Hey, you too. That's the world-famous right, Doug Schaub checking in today, helping us test our lines. And now that we know we have that in place, let's see. There we go. I'm still working on the levels here. There's our fun theme music we usually start the show off right about now. Well, well, so let's keep going. Kind of cloudy the deal, a little sun the rest of the afternoon, mixing in as well. 88 the high, shower, thunder shower too possible, 74 the low tonight. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy, some sun again, every now and again. Shower possible, tomorrow's high 87. Phillies lost 3-2 to Arizona last night. Bryce Harper, home run number 22. They play again this evening at 940. Phillies manager Joe Girardi talked about after the game. What's up with the, just a couple of runs and, and the frustration they're in? I, I thought we hit some balls pretty good. The ball doesn't carry great here, but I, you know, I, I think that we're getting in some decent counts and taking some decent swings. We're not having a lot of success and it's, it's frustrating for the guys, but we got to find a way to string hits together. I mean, that's the bottom line. You take your walks, you string hits together, you do things to, to, to beat shifts or whatever it takes, but we, we have to do better because we have to be able to score more than, you know, one or two runs a night. And it's, it's frustrating for all of us. The guys work on it every day. It's just right now we're not swinging very good. Phil's play again at uh, 940 this evening in Arizona. And the Eagles are home tomorrow night at 730 against New England. And our first guest today is going to be talking with us about it. He is the pride and joy of Westchester, Pennsylvania. 
the one and only Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Hey, man. Hey, Tim. I'm good. I didn't realize it was a pride and joy, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, of course, with the Eagles insider and uh, the podcast and all things Eagles, and we're getting ready for the uh, Patriots game tomorrow night and preseason and all that. How's it been this week at practice with the, the joint practice? What did you see? Uh, really good, really two good practices and competitive. I, I think what stood out the most to me was that the Eagles wide receivers really stepped up and, and made plays and at times were dominant. And so I was pretty darn excited about it. And uh, I think the Eagles are excited about it. We'll see if that translates into preseason game number two. You know, with uh, sometimes people say the word preseason, quote unquote, it's just preseason. What is your, you know, you've done many of these, you know, you've seen many preseasons firsthand. What, what's really trying to be accomplished during preseason? And what do you think of it when people talk about it's just preseason, yay or nay, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, you know, you're, you're just trying to evaluate and get down from 90 players to 53 players. That's the entire objective of the preseason and the training camp. And you're not going to show anything from a schematic standpoint. And, um, you know, uh, you're just trying to evaluate the talent. I think what's interesting about this year is after the third preseason game, all NFL teams are going to have two weeks to, you know, get their game plan in order for the opener. And I think that's really where you're going to see all the wrinkles added in. And when the first weekend of NFL football rolls around in the regular season, you're going to, fans are going to be sitting back going, wow, that's, that's interesting. Wow, that, I never saw that coming. Wow. So what the, but what they're doing right now is just evaluating talent and keeping the schemes very basic, very simple. Uh, and I think in the case of the Philadelphia Eagles, with a new coaching staff, with so many new players, I mean, that's what the objective is. And you have time after preseason to really hone in on the Atlanta Falcons, your week one opponent. Yeah, that's uh, September 12th, I think, is the, is the season opener. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, our guest. And, you know, speaking of which, anytime Bill Belichick's around, I'm, like, looking over my shoulder. I feel like, like there's a joint practice thing ever. You feel like he's still picking somebody's pocket. Like, you know, he's just, you know, even though what, – what is your take on practicing? No, no worries there? Or do you still have to keep your guard? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't – you know, actually what's interesting is when you do practice uh, against another team, obviously both teams are filming the practice – that there is a confidentiality agreement. So, you know, the Eagles probably showed more in the practices in terms of scheme than they would will do in these three preseason games. Because the three preseason games are on television. Everybody can watch them. Every team has scouts there. In these practices, they, it was for the Eagles and for the Patriots and for nobody else. And so, I, look, I think Bill uh, understands the rules. I've talked to Nick Sirianni. Bill's been very supportive of Nick and very helpful. And and from a logistical standpoint and an operational standpoint, these two days, honestly, Tim, they couldn't have gone better. It was really, really well orchestrated. That's excellent. Dave Spadaro, kind enough to take a few minutes out of his very busy day, does the Eagles Insider podcast, which is PhiladelphiaEagles.com the best way to get to that, by the way? Yeah, you can get it there. You can just go into your Apple podcast and search for Eagles Insider. And, you know, anywhere there's an Eagles, anywhere there's a, a podcast library, you will find the Eagles Insider Podcast. And I also do one called Eagles Update, which is just a short little um, news of the day kind of podcast. So I I think the Eagles, I think last week, Tim, I think the fans kind of said, hey, well, this, this might be pretty interesting here. Yeah. Uh, such a tumultuous offseason. But I thought that Nick ran a well-orchestrated first preseason game in and out of the huddle. The, the uh, substitutions went well. You know, very few mental mistakes. 
it was a good start for the Eagles. Have you been surprised, you know, again, having covered you know, the, the team for many, many years, at the way Nick Sirianni is running things or, 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 you know, even how things are conducted or a player that stood out to you over the, you know, the training camp so far? Um, well, look, I mean, Devontae Smith, I, I can't wait till he gets back and we can see him. Yeah. He's just so good. And I, I, I keep my eyes on, look, I, I think Jalen's gotten better. Jalen Hurts than he was at the beginning of camp. I think defensively, I was really looking forward to Davion Taylor, the second-year linebacker from Colorado, who played quite well, uh, and then he got hurt, so that's been a setback for him. Um, I just, I think Nick is really all about creating connection with his players and chemistry, and and then having everybody compete. So it's been a, it's been a good camp. And then, you know, the kid who got hurt yesterday, Tyree Jackson, the tight end, who's out for a while here after suffering a back injury in practice yesterday, extremely talented guy who is going to someday, if he keeps you know, his game going in the right trajectory, has a chance to be a very good tight end in this league. Two last questions for you, Dave. One has to do with the fact that the preseason now down to three games instead of four, and the regular season going from 16 games to 17. What do you think of that extra game? And I'll just tell you one quick thought, and then I want to hear what you say. It occurred to me that, that it actually might help teams who have a slow start feel like there's more time to catch up, even though it's only one more game. Just because it's been 16 for so long, the concept of starting 0-3 doesn't mean, ah, uh, well, you know what, we're, we can barely get to 500, we probably won't make it. What, you know, any thoughts on that or, or going the one extra game? I mean, I think it taxes, uh, it certainly taxes you and your depth. It sounds, oh, yeah, it's only one more game. But think about a running back. I mean, the running backs are already really taxed. Right. I think that is a tremendous burden to that position across the league in general. Um it, it certainly you have to have a very and along with COVID and the possibility that players are going to be infected or test positive or or be in close contact or contact tracing, you've got to have a very strong practice squad, which obviously the Eagles used a lot last year. And so those are things that are that they're new. This is all and everybody's treating this off season and this preseason in a very um, it's, it's it's new territory and teams are treating it differently. And you know, for example, my belief is that when the Eagles play the Jets next week to finish the preseason after another couple of days of, of joint practices, which I think the coaches look at as preseason games, yeah. I wouldn't expect the Eagles to play their starters in that game. So, uh, But I think the Jets might. So you actually might see uh, starters for the Jets playing against third-teamers for the Eagles. And wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> and a great opportunity for those third-string third players. But the objective is, look, rosters are at 85 players. they got to get down to 53 by July 31st. I'm sorry, by August 31st, um, and that is the, the big picture. Put together your best 53-man roster and then head into the regular season and show the league what you've got. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, our guest. We were talking Eagles wide receivers earlier. Just wanted to run by you and get your perspective on Travis Fulgham, who last year had a great stretch, and uh, I guess about a month or so, and then just kind of faded out. There was some conversation maybe – he got the ball less because Alshon Jeffrey had come back from injury and whatever the case may be. When I looked into Fulgham's college stats at Old Dominion, found it fascinating. His sophomore year, he had a touchdown in most games, barely anything in his junior year. And then in his senior year, he had a touchdown in I think every single game but one. And it was interesting. It was one touchdown, not two, uh, but one, very consistently, even if he only had one catch in the game. Sometimes he had 10, but sometimes he only had one or three or something like that, and he just managed to find the end zone is the point. And uh, just curious what you think of that or the pattern there and just his role in the team uh, moving forward. Yeah, I, I, think, I think Travis has to be more consistent in everything he does at the NFL level. 
when you watch these wide receivers, they're all taking turns stepping up. So he has to step up. And I don't think anything's guaranteed for Travis Fulgham. Okay. But, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy month for him last year. He had a great four or five weeks and then pretty much was invisible the rest of the way. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all good. And you're, you're as we part ways, I want to respect your time. Your initial take from here, as as the, the if you had to pick a word or an adjective or two for what you think may lie ahead for Eagles fans. Yeah. Look, just I think this team. I, I like this team, Tim. I, I, I look. I have gotten to know Nick very well. I think Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, is terrific. I like the offensive line. I like the defensive line. If you're good there, you have a chance to win. Um, and so that's those are the strengths of this team, uh, and that is how the Eagles are going to win football games by relying on their offensive line and their defensive line, minimizing mistakes offensively, not turning the football over, and um, you know, I I I think they're going to be competitive. I'm looking forward to seeing. I, I always say this: teams in every every NFL team goes through a down cycle. Okay. The really good organizations get out of that down cycle quickly. And that is the challenge the Philadelphia Eagles face right now. How quickly can they get out of that down cycle? They won the Super Bowl. They reached the playoffs the next two years, barely, in 2019. Right. Um, and 2018, for that matter. And then last year was just an embarrassment. So how quickly can you get out of that? How quickly can you turn it around? How quickly can you get the next group of young players to produce? So That's a great perspective. I, um, so we'll see. The NFC East is wide open. hasn't been a, a repeat winner since 2003-2004. Why not the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Spadaro, kind enough to hang out with us. Eagles Insider. Uh, last time we chatted, jotted down at the Eagles Insider on Twitter. Is that still going on? Yes, sir. Okay. Eagles Insider Twitter. And my Instagram is rocking the Eagles Insider. Okay. Look him up. Follow him. Get info because Dave, he lives and breathes this stuff, and he knows what he's talking about. It's been 30-plus 30 years, 35 years, something like that. You should get a plaque or trophy or been pretty crazy free lunch or something <laughs> so it's been pretty crazy yeah yeah, yeah free, lunch. free lunch that sounds that sounds like a great idea we'll keep that between us <laughs> all right dave spadaro thank you for your time my friend have a great day thanks to you too take care bye-bye bye man it's dave spadaro on the uh tim demoss show and wfil we have a brief break to take and then we're looking forward to bringing on board in just a few moments Bill Darpino, who is behind the concert, the big show tomorrow for King and Country, along with Lecrae, who will be joining us around 4.30. So we got a really full program going on today. Listen to AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Thank you for hanging out today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 4.17, the Tim DeMoss Show. Very glad now to bring on an old friend who used to sit in this very studio years ago. And uh, you're just joining us. I didn't tell the story. I'm going to save it for tomorrow because today's too packed. But I'm sitting where I uh, uh, sat, I guess, back in 2004 when this uh, station was a different station. And there's a whole story behind that. But it's it's, uh, an emotional and a good way, Dave, for me to be sitting right in this very spot. And again, I'll explain more about it tomorrow. But... uh, but at the time, back in 2004 and preceding for a number of years, a gentleman named Bill Darpino from Creation Concerts used to be right next to across the, 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 the console for me when we were talking about different concerts coming through the area. And he's involved very much so with the big uh, for King and Country Lecrae at all show tomorrow night. Bill, it is uh, great to have you on. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks, Tim. It's wonderful to hear your voice. This is the first day I'm doing the 
show from the old the old studio, and it's uh, you know I couldn't help but see you sitting there across the way like you used to do years ago. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that that was uh, those are great times, and uh, here we are again. Isn't that something? Years later. Um, and this time around, uh, not well. There's one we want to talk about for sure, but th- I know there's more behind that too. But tomorrow, for starters, for King and Country and Lecrae, with a number of local artists as well, um, talk about the show. What, what do you know? I mean, obviously, you're very much involved in it. You know, paint a little picture for folks. Yes. Well, we're very excited about it. Um, of course, it's uh, going to be a great show at the uh, the Man Music Center there in Philadelphia, and it's a beautiful. Uh, outdoor pavilion has a roof over most or all of the seats and then a beautiful lawn area and uh, just just an amazing venue so we're excited to be able to bring for king and country lecrae kane and uh, a few uh, great regional artists that we've worked with um, as well Uh, lane simpkins om53 and Sorensen. so uh, yeah just very excited about it. it's going to be a great day tomorrow the weather's looking great and uh being that it's outdoors, again, it just kind of gives us the opportunity to bring our creation family and fans and friends together uh, here in the Northeast to, uh, for just a great night of worship and music um, together. You know, Bill, I never think of you in terms of a title uh, or business card, but I guess I should introduce you to the audience or reintroduce you to technically what role do you have with creation? President, Grand Poobah, executive, whoop de doo <laughs> Oh, uh, do, uh, do you have yeah, one? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm one of the executive directors of the Creation Festival and Creation Concerts, and okay. uh, if, if we had to use a title, that's what it is. Okay, fair enough. Well, and so so, and I'm excited too because in addition to tomorrow, uh, there there are a number of other concerts lining up the fall, and that reminded me of the quote unquote good old days when we used to have a lot of events, especially Creation would have a, f- a very full fall, sometimes like a show or two in the spring, and then the Creation Festival itself. Um, I don't know if you have the lineup in front of you off the top of your head, but I know I have some concerts here. Just to paint a picture also for people, what's coming down the pike mm-hmm. in the months to come, in October especially, is very busy. Yes, yeah. The shows we're doing this fall are in October. We have Casting Crowns in Trenton, New Jersey, and uh, that's a rescheduled show, but we still have uh, tickets available for that. Very excited to have that uh, coming uh, coming back. And then we have two David uh, Crowder shows, two Crowder shows uh, at the end of October. And then in, in the middle, we have uh, Zach Williams uh, with We the Kingdom, which is up in Reading. The two Crowder dates, one is in Medford, New Jersey. The other one is in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. So very excited about those. And all of that information is on our creationconcerts.com website. Okay. I'm going to jot that down because it's been a while. Creationconcerts.com, simply that's the best way to put it, right? I just, yeah, wrote, it, I just, it. I just wrote it down. Matthew West is also, is he going to be part of that concert, the, the Make Good the, with, with Casting Crowns, do you know? He is. He's actually going to still be part of that show. So we're, we're very excited to have Matthew still part of that. He's just such a great musician and songwriter. Absolutely. Bill Darpino is our guest. He's uh, executive director with Creation Concerts and the Creation Festival, longtime friend of the station. In fact, we just connected not too long ago about the, the tickets we gave away for tomorrow night's show for King and Country, Lecrae, and all the other bands as part of that. We're fresh out of tickets. If folks want to buy tickets for tomorrow night's show, is the creationconcerts.com site the best, or what would you recommend? Yes, they could either go to creationconcerts.com or they could go to the Man Music Center 
which is also uh, Ticketmaster. Okay. So uh, any of those areas, any of those options are available for people to purchase tickets. Okay. And then just looking ahead, but it'll be here before you know it, you know, Creation 2022, uh, you know, time's going by so quickly. The last two, mm-hmm. right? The last two festivals had to get postponed, as it turned out. Uh, but look, Lord willing, 2022 will happen. Uh, any news on that yet? Still kind of, you know, easing into it? I know you have to work a year ahead oftentimes with those, those festivals, <laughs> right? Or more. Yes. Yes. Well, we've started to work on uh, the booking uh, for next year's program and planning and uh, just uh, some of the early phases of that. But we're very excited to start looking forward to next summer. Uh, The dates are June uh, 29th through July 2nd. And uh, so, yeah, you you can find out information on that at creationfest.com. And uh, we're going to be starting things back up. Actually, we're going to be putting tickets on sale starting tomorrow. Uh, oh, wow. the, the kickoff of this show, August 19th uh, show here in Philly. So that's oh, wow. going to be a great kickoff for us to start planning for next year. And the Creation Festival is such an amazing event. I know you've been there before, too. And yeah. um, just a real culmination of everything we do from a ministry standpoint and uh, just very life-impacting. And so uh, with if I uh, would love to have everyone there just because, uh, as you know, it just really has such a, a life-changing impact on, on uh, if you have the opportunity to experience it. It certainly does. And, and you know, I never like to assume people are well aware because the festival has been in existence for 40 years, close to something like that. Was it? That's correct. Yeah. But there are folks who are just like, what is that? Oh, I think I've heard of it. Or they went once a long time ago and things have changed, obviously with some of the events and extra stuff that has been added to creation. Uh, so we, we can, Lord willing, talk more about that as it gets a little closer. Uh, sure. but, but just to paint a picture now, it's, you know, many bands and artists, there's speakers, there's camping, uh, there's all kinds of some vendors there, you know, food and then other things. And uh, it's very creative. Uh, every year I go, I see a new mm-hmm. thing going on. And so, and as you said, it, it really can change a person's life. I know people make it their destination uh, deal. So many summers, people have been there many, many years. So just to put that on people's radar to find out about it, creationfest.com. Again, the date's June 29th through the uh, 2nd of July next year. And in the meantime, a full slate of concerts starting with tomorrow night's for King and Country and Lecrae show at the TD Pavilion at, uh, at the Man in Philadelphia. I think it's a 5 o'clock start with the other artists that are opening up, Kane and Lane Simpkins. You mentioned OM53, which I think does 80s music, if I heard correctly, mm-hmm. kind of an 80s sound, and, uh, and Sorensen. That's so great. That's great. Bill, one, one last question for you, just uh, you know, because we haven't talked for quite a while. We, you know, we used to get together all the time, and we'd be at the shows and, and engage the artists and, and help them see even and be part of things, and you'd come on the show here or come in studio. Um, things are obviously different the last couple of years for you. How, how are you doing personally, and how excited are you to start to see this come back to where it was and kind of emerge from the, the fog, if you will, or whatever it was the last year or two? Yes. Well, sure. I know uh, it's certainly been a challenge for so many over these past few years, and uh, we've uh, had to navigate those difficult waters together with so many. And, but we are very excited to start to uh, move forward um, and see – the ability to uh, come together and we're going to do that safely tomorrow and continue to find ways to stay within the the safety ranges that we need to, but still come together. The nice thing about tomorrow shows, it is outdoors. It's an outdoor venue. And so that, that in and of itself is just a great opportunity for us as well. 
But, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, we're looking forward to this coming fall and uh, next summer, and we'll continue to be very prayerful through all of that and um, seeking the Lord, Lord's direction as we continue to navigate um, these these new times we're in. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Bill, it's great to hear your voice. Lord willing, we'll see you before long and look forward to hopefully maybe some more contesting. I know the listeners love the, the for King, King and Country and Lecrae ticket contest we did this past weekend. It's a great way to, you know, just let people know about it and, and have some folks show up at the show and enjoy. And so, uh, and I love the fact that the concerts you're doing are all over the region, you know, Jersey, PA, Central PA, Philly, you know, yeah. so that's a great, that's a great ministry. So thank, thank you, for, you so much. Keep up the great Appreciate work. The partnership. Amen. Have a great rest of your day, my friend. Thanks. You too. All right. Bill Darpino, Creation Concerts, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, executive director there, and one of the artists he's helping bring in. Going to join us in just a few minutes talking about Lecrae. Keep it tuned here. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Get low, get low, get low, get low. Get low, get low, get low. This ain't one of the nasty flows. I'm talking about humble yourself before the Lord. Uh, get low, get low, get low. Get low, get low, get low. 560WFIL.com on the app. Let's get low from Lecrae. He'll be joining us in just a couple moments. We'll take our final break of the hour and then have some clear sailing and chat with Lecrae who's in town tomorrow night. Details in just a second on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 4.36 in The Tim DeMoss Show as we await a call from Lecrae. He's in town tomorrow night with For King and Country at the TD Pavilion at the Man Center in Philadelphia. And I believe we actually have Lecrae checking in right now. This Lecrae? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, how's it going? Wonderful. Thanks for calling in. We're alive and in color, so to speak, and ready to roll. How are you? I'm doing well. How you doing? Excellent. It's great to hear your voice. We haven't had the privilege of, of communicating before, uh, but it's it's uh, it's about time. <laughs> so uh, long, his- <laughs> long history in, in Christian radio. I'll even just tell you a quick story, if you don't mind, when we start off here. Sure. Uh, I've been doing Christian radio for over 30 years. And today is the first day I'm back in the studio that I was in back in 2004 when our station went from being a music station to a news talk station. And so at the time, I was playing cross movement and grits and in addition to Third Day and, you know, all the bands that that many stations play. We also mixed in a lot of hip hop. And it was a very sad day for me, April 2, 2004. Uh, because the, you know we lost the music in Philly, uh, and now we have a, an opportunity to have a show back again where we incorporate some of that back in. And so it's uh, it's neat to, as this new chapter begins, to have you uh, as our you know first musical guest. So thank you for taking That's time awesome. today. <laughs> yeah. Of course. That's yeah. awesome. Honored. Well, tomorrow night, let's start there. The, what's in store? The big show along with For King and Country. What? Uh, how's your set list coming? Oh man, it's it's a, it's going to be phenomenal. You know, every everybody's uh, just seasoned, passionate artists, and so you know when you get us all together, it just feels like um, like a fire. You know what I mean? So I'm excited about that the set list. Is you know, as always, the classic 
you know, songs that everybody wants to hear. And then there's a little room for, for you know, the spirit to do something different if necessary. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I was going to ask, because obviously you have to be polished and remember all the words. Uh, you know, there's so many songs over the years, you can't just totally wing it, but at the same time. So uh, that's great. How about uh, as far as um, um, the collaboration type thing? You know, some of the songs you have, obviously a lot of songs have collaboration. Do you sometimes rope in folks who happen to be out on tour with you just to fill apart? Or how do you do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we always try to make something like that happen. You know, that's always um, um, the thought process. So, okay. you know, um, if, if if it makes sense, you'll see it. All right. I was first introduced yeah. to your music, I think, with Get Low. I played that a few minutes ago. And um, Hands High is another favorite. And uh, Coming In Hot more recently it was, it was a great song and many others. Um, for you, the, the newest album, Restoration, maybe we could shift gears to that a little bit. Will you be, I'm guessing, featuring at least a couple of songs from the album that, that came out most recently? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I definitely want to make sure people get a taste of the new and then, you know, um, be able to go back in time a little bit as well and enjoy some of the classic uh, songs as well. Yeah. Lecrae is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Have you actually had a chance to get out that much in the last year and a half? Um, well, you know, not much. It's really just been like the, the, the most recently that I've been able to get out and I wasn't mad about it either. You know I mean? I was kind of like, it gave me a, a chance to spend some extra time with the family and to think through some things at home and to process a lot. So I wasn't really mad either. Um, I'm excited to get back out on the road. That's always a, a blessing, but you know, I just tried to make the most of it and it was, it was great. Yeah. With, with regard to your album, it's funny, a lot of guests I've had on this year, their newest thing was 2020, and they never really got to tour it or promote it the, quite the way they would have in normal you know, time, so to speak. So it still has a longer shelf life extending into this year, at least, uh, as far as being new, yeah. right? Um, I would love to talk a little bit more about your music and, and the books you've written, too, in a moment. But uh, can you just take a second for folks to just know a little bit about how the Lord you know, came into your life in the first place. That leads, of course, to you being the person you are today and you know, doing all the things that you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't grow up in a Christian family. I, I had a grandmother who became a Christian later in her 40s. And, um, you know, she was the first person to kind of try to introduce me to um, to Christ. And, um, you know, I, I, I only saw her a few months out of the year. So she planted some seeds. Um, they didn't really take root until I was about 19 years old. And, um, you know, I went to college just on an exploration to see what was out there, wanted to explore different beliefs and ideas and, uh, you know, decided to go to a Bible study, uh, really enjoyed my time with those students. And they invited me to a conference where I heard the gospel and, and that's where the Lord really uh, trans transformed me in that moment. And, uh, man, it was, uh, it was like, you know, a fire after that. I, you know, I, I was trying to figure out how to use my gifts. Uh, to promote God, I was I found a sense of purpose and worth and value and um, and forgiveness and so, yeah, man, it was uh it, it just changed everything around me. It made me want to move in a completely different direction. Folks tuning in, we're chatting with Lecrae today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia, in town tomorrow night, along with for King and Country, number of other artists as well at the TD Pavilion at the Mann Center in Philadelphia. We gave away a bunch of tickets. We're fresh out, but you can still uh, purchase yours at creationconcerts.com. You wrote about your life some, and you actually have two books, at least two books. Uh, Unashamed came out a few years back, and then I Am Restored Now, uh, How I Lost My Religion But Found My Faith. Take a couple minutes, take your time, and just share about those two books so folks can get that side of you as well. 
Yeah, unashamed is really um, my testimony. You know, it's, it's kind of like, hey, here's where I started and how God has used me. And I'm unashamed of my past because, you know, God used it. And I'm unashamed of my current circumstance of, of loving Christ. And um, and let me embrace that and how I've navigated music and the industry and just being who God's called me to be. And then um, I'm restored how I lost my religion and found my faith. You know, oftentimes us as, as believers, we get to a sense, a place where we think, well, I found Jesus, everything should be great. And we don't realize that, you know, it's not us that, um, that has it all figured out. You know, it's, it's really our trust in God and, and we need to be more devoted to, you know, um, to our relationship with him than devoted to just going through the motions, uh, what I would call religiosity. Uh, religion doesn't save us. Jesus does. And so I'm just walking people through some of the heartache and the pain and showing some of the wounds I, I had along the way, uh, to find a, a functional, uh, great relationship with the Lord versus just uh, going through the motion. Amen. It can never that can that message will never get old. You know, it's it's yeah. easy, it's easy to drift back into that. You know, and so that's that's a great mm-hmm. reminder. In fact, if folks do any digging at all, they'll realize that you do a lot of different things, and so they shouldn't be surprised that along with the new book again called "I Am Restored: How I Lost My Religion But Found My Faith," there's a video series that goes with that too, right? In a study guide, so they can dig even further into it. That's right. That's right. We did a Bible study um, video series with that where I want to take people down some some of the past. And, you know, we want to be real and want to be authentic and allow people to wrestle with real issues and 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 be transparent. Um, I think by hiding our our scars, we don't allow people to realize that they, that their wounds can heal. So oftentimes we hide our scars. But, you know, I want to follow in the footsteps of my savior and show my scars off uh, so the world can believe that healing is possible. You know, it's interesting you say that just last week. We had Mary Clayton on, you know, the background vocalist who's been on so many different things. I think we're on Rolling Stones, Gimme Shelter, and she was on Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama and a bunch of other things. She lost her legs in an accident four years ago. She was in that documentary uh, called uh, 20 Feet from Stardom or something about five, six years ago. Mm. And uh, great story. And, she, and she, I think she was a believer before, but she really, like, she's, this album's dedicated to God, and one of the songs is called Beautiful Scars. So, uh, mm. you know, it's uh, Mar- Mary Clayton born on Christmas. I remind people it's Mary. It's like Mary, like Merry Christmas, because that's when she was born. Anyhow, just uh, uh, as you're thinking, as you mentioned that there, I thought I'd bring that up. Um, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Talk about. So now one of the other facets of the Lecrae diamond that God's created is uh, is the label, the uh, Reach Records. Mm-hmm. And so what are your goals with that? How did you get involved with it? The heart behind Reach Records. Yeah, well, you know, it was, it was built off of us not knowing, you know, where we belonged as far as being um, believers, but also hip hop. There, there really wasn't like a space where we could exist, um, you know, as far as a label or an industry is concerned. So we started our own label um, to get the music out to people, and um, and it's just blossomed. You know, we've we've been able to sign a, a lot of incredible. Um, acts uh, along the way from KB to um, Tadashi to Andy Minio, uh, Gavi, you know, Wande, and I mean, the list goes on and on, uh, recently Holvey. And um, man, God has really just blessed it, you know, with uh, just new artists creating, you know, music that really speaks to the heart and, uh, you know, um, and, and connects with people in a very real way. 
I want to um, have a few more minutes here and maybe end with a song that I think is on a, like a sampler or a mix that, that's out, the, the Hole Up Wait song, uh, which I love. Yeah. Uh, so I want to play that at, at, you know, as we wrap up in a little bit here. Um, but before that, just there, you have a mixtape too I think you're working on, Church Clothes 4, I think it's called? 4, that's okay. right. Yeah, I'm working on Church Clothes Volume 4, and uh, I, just, I, just, I hope it's a blessing to the, to the body. You know, that's my goal with this project. And so just working with a lot of incredible people and trying to get it together so you all can have it um, soon. Share, share how the concept of a mixtape, just what goes behind that and, and, and how it works for those who aren't familiar. Yeah, you know, a mixtape, it, it differentiates from album just in the sense that it's not as, um, you, you know, you don't, uh, it's really free-flowing. Um, it's, it's, it's not as um, conceptual. It's just kind of like whatever the Lord puts on your heart, man, just write that song and just get it out to the people. And so it's it's more along those lines, um, whereas, you know, some songs, well, that, that may not fit or this, the, the music isn't like this. And it's like, no, the, this is on your heart. Let's just get it out there uh, for the people. And so that's kind of the thought behind it. Okay, very good. Folks tuning in, Lecrae is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Again, in town tomorrow, still time to pick up tickets to see him in concert for King & Country, part of that. It's happy at the TD Pavilion at the Mann Center in Philadelphia. I mentioned to my son, uh, creationconcerts.com, by the way, for tickets on that. I mentioned to my son, Toby, who's 21, that you were going to be on the show with me today, and which got us talking about Christian hip-hop and, and the history of it. I told him when I was a kid, I'm 53, I said I actually prayed that the Lord provide that genre of music to really start kicking in because it was lagging behind in the Christian music world. He kind of laughed like, you really did? You prayed for that? I said, absolutely. So that led to me playing for him. And I'm just curious if you have much of a history, you know, looking back in time to the the genre that you've certainly, I mean, you do more than just the hip hop, but obviously, you know, if you've looked back at some of those artists, I I told him I played in the Stephen Wiley's Bible break. Have you ever seen that? By chance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great... Yeah, that's like one of the first ones ever, right? <laughs> when, when we showed it on YouTube, it has a picture of the cassette with him with his boombox, and it says, like, Christian rap, like like it was a, like a new thing. And it and it's like this is the first Christian song ever or whatever. And then there were Raptures, Fresh Fish, then PID, SFC, for me, in the 90s, wow. were, I was like, now this is legit stuff. And then later Grits and Cross Movement, DJ Madge, course toby mac kj52 urban d some others so do you have any artists that you listened to a little bit when you got we got converted or that helped you at all oh yeah cross movement was pretty pivotal in my whole growth experience um i think they were you know the just the people that i i, I looked up to the most um the conference I, I became a believer at they were actually performing there so you know that was my first exposure to uh you know christian hip-hop and um yeah, they were they were pivotal. You know, I loved um, a lot of the Grape Tree guys. I loved KJ52. I loved Tunnel Rats, uh, Grits. Um, but, yeah, Crossbone was probably the, the ones that really had the, the biggest impact on me. That's great. I love that. That's great. Um, yeah. One last thing before we wrap up and maybe wrap up with that with the whole up weight song. Uh, just I know you're very, again, multifaceted in the philanthropy you're involved in. Uh, you could you do a lot of things. Pick anything that that may be on your heart the most right now, and and just let folks know you know what you're doing, why you're doing it. Man, right now I'm really involved with Peace Preparatory Academy, uh, the school in English Avenue, Atlanta, one of the roughest areas in all of the city. And uh, you know, five years ago there was a vision to bring a school into that community that hadn't seen a school in 20 years, and so uh, there were more um, you know uh, uh, 
abandoned houses than there were healthy places to thrive. And so uh, that school is treating the whole child. They're eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. There's uh, financial literacy classes for their parents on the weekends. Um, and so, man, it, but we need uh, all the support we can get. So peaceprep.com um, uh, would be awesome for anybody who wants to support Peace Preparatory Academy. That's great. Uh, one last question before the song. How people can pray for you. I want people to be able to remember to carry that with them, uh, whatever you say. So. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm in a season of life where I'm, I'm a dad, I'm a, I'm a, an, a, you know, executive and an artist. So there's just a lot of balls in the air and just trying to uh, navigate them all right and, and hold that tension to be uh, present and, um, and, and, and wise in my, um, with my time. I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Amen. Lord, I pray right now for Lecrae. You give him strength and joy and wisdom how to spend the time that you give him. And also that tomorrow night would be a, a blessed time that you'd use him and for King and Country and the others doing the show tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so amen. much. Absolutely. And we'll let you get rolling. Uh, hold up, wait. I'm going to play that here. Just set it up. Anything about the song. I'm going to tell you my favorite line where it says, if you love me, you love me for who I'm becoming. Uh I wake up in front of God every day. I think that was it. <laughs> that said it. I wake up and follow God every day. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, but- yeah. It's just a song. This man just saying, hold up, wait, let's, let's take a second to reevaluate, you know, uh, who we're called to be, who I am and where we're going with this thing. Like we, we the mission hasn't stopped. So let's keep going. All right. And if folks want to pick that up, that's on a, is it available yet or will be? It's available out now everywhere you can listen to music. So go listen to it. Okay. Very good. Lecrae, God bless you. Thank you so much for taking time today. And uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to catch you tomorrow at the show. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. That's Lecrae on the Tim DeMoss show on WFIL. This is Hold Up Wait. WFIL.com on the app. That's Lecrae and Hold Up Wait. Brand new music from Lecrae. And if you're spelling at home, it's H. It's one long word. Got a pen? Crayon? Nail polish? Whatever you want. H-O-U. Sorry, I I messed it up already. H-O-L-U-P-W-A-I-T. H-O-U-L-P-W-A-I-T. Hold Up Wait. New music from Lecrae. In town tomorrow with For King and Country at the TD Pavilion. At five o'clock doors, there's some uh, several other bands performing as well, and and uh, you can get details and tickets at creationconcerts.com. First time I've had Lecrae uh, chance to connect with him. Love that. I've uh, been doing this for over thirty years. Had all sorts of different. Uh, my background is actually in music radio, and so uh, this it happened to be not be in music radio during the time that Lecrae was getting popular, and this is the first time our our paths have crossed. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, as we wrap up the show, I mentioned earlier, and I kind of talked about it with Lecrae there, but I have a couple minutes here. So let me sh- let me share this if, I, if you'll humor me. Kind of a huge heyday in my personal life in terms of radio was with this station back in the uh, 90, mid-90s to 2004. I did a music show for three hours, six to nine in the morning, and it was on, at the time, 990 WZZD. That was a half music and half teaching and talk station. And uh, that was on 990. On 560 WFIL, it was all teaching and talk programs like it still is. April 5th, 2004, things changed. 990's format went to its conservative news talk format, which it still is. 
Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. You can check that out anytime you like. 560 just kind of got more consolidated. The programs that were on 990 went over to 560 and the lineup got short up that much further. So it was a very hard day for me. And there were reasons behind why those changes happened. But after seven years of doing a morning show and building a rapport with listeners and doing all kinds of concerts and contests and all that, it was really hard. I went, I went home on that Friday, the 2nd of April. And I remember just talking to God like, I don't understand. I don't understand because music was my first love. And, uh, and so much good was happening. And yet I can tell you that since those days, God has taken me personally on a journey. It's been hard at times, including a daughter who's disabled and other challenges in life that I could never have seen coming. And yet I've seen him be faithful all the way through. And I'm just mentioning this because today I'm physically sitting in the space that I sat in 17 years ago when it was the last show on, on 990. And uh, in the last few years, if you've been listening to this program, I've been actually operating from a, another studio in the building. And for different reasons, because we're getting new equipment, which is a thing to be very grateful for, uh, I need to come back to the studio that I was in 17 years ago in order to do the program now. And so uh, you may not get all of the visuals with that, but today is a special day for me because I haven't done a, a live program here since that day when things changed 17 years ago. So it's been a lot of years. I'm grateful to be back. I'm grateful for the opportunity to continue doing this program, which includes music now, but is not a music program per se. We have a lot of guests tomorrow. We have Ann Byler from Annie Ann's Pretzels. It may be Friday, one of the two days. We also have Steve Green, who is a musician. And many other guests have been on the program. Dr. Michael Youssef was on with us yesterday. So a lot happening. And through it all, God is good. I encourage you to put your God glasses on, look through the lens of scripture. If those are the lenses on your God glasses, as you look at life, instead of looking at your circumstances and looking at God back and forth, back and forth, look through those God glasses lenses so that when you're looking at whatever you're looking at, including hard circumstances, you're looking through the lens of truth, not trying to make sense out of your circumstances, you know, back and forth between God and your circumstances. So that said, thank you for listening in. Going to wrap up the program and excited to have successfully, glory to God, worked this out. Thanks to Steve Ardolina, our operations dude who helped out with this as well, and Doug Schaub to help work out the bugs. Looking forward to doing it again tomorrow. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.